Hello, and welcome to Sound of the Moment. I'm your host, Pat Cleaver, and this is the bi-weekly show featuring conversations with musicians about jazz, music, and more. Come back every second Monday to hear new episodes and subscribe in iTunes or Podbean or Stitcher, wherever you like to get your podcasts, in order to automatically get the new episodes whenever they get released. For more information, details, show notes, and links, you can visit soundofthemoment.com. If you like what you hear and you want to support me and the show, there are actually two ways of doing that. Uh, First of all, you could spread the word about the show, either by telling a friend or by leaving favorable reviews and ratings wherever you like to listen to Sound of the Moment. And as of this week, you could also consider supporting the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash soundofthemoment. There'll also be a link at the website, so if you don't want to remember that URL, that's also easy. Donations are made on a monthly basis, although you could um, choose to donate one time and then cancel your donations as soon as you get charged for it, if you're more comfortable with that. Um, And even the smallest amount can be incredibly helpful to me. Uh, This show is not free to run, and I do have monthly costs for hosting and web services and equipment and that kind of stuff. Uh, And for now, all of that money is coming straight out of my pocket. So if you happen to be feeling generous and you've got a few bucks to spare, uh, you can help me a lot to keep the show alive and hopefully make some improvements in the future. So that's patreon.com slash sound of the moment as always you can follow me on twitter at pat cleaver and you can like the sound of the moment page on facebook and i'm reachable at both those places so after that long uh intro this episode is number 15 for the 7th of may 2018 and my guest is the turkish vocalist sanem kalfa she has just released an album in duo with George Dimitriou that some of you may remember being mentioned by George in the very first episode of this show. So that album is finally out. It is called Dance. And let's begin by listening to the title track of said album. This is Dance. <laughs>
You just heard music from Sanam Kalfa, my guest today. Sanam, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for inviting. Um, I always like to ask my guests to introduce themselves a bit up top, um, tell people a bit about who you are and what you do, where you come from, all that stuff. Okay. Well, I come from Turkey. I came uh, to the Netherlands almost 11 years ago to Groningen mm-hmm. to study jazz uh, music. And... Uh, and I'm singing since <laughs> <Yeah>. then, of <laughs> course. I uh, live in Amsterdam uh, quite a long time already. Yeah. What else? <laughs> it's just, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, well, what people have just heard is um, your new release in duo with George Dimitriou, which um, is kind of fun, I guess, for the listeners of this podcast, because he was the first guest okay, um, yeah, yeah, on this true. show. And... Um, we sort of vaguely talked about it at the time, but yeah. um, he, he basically mentioned, yeah, at some point in the near future, there's going to be this duo thing. And yeah. um, so I'm, I'm excited that you can be here to talk about it a bit. Um, yeah, maybe we can talk a bit about your background before we get into the details of, okay. of the record. Um, I, something I didn't know about you and that I read online pre- preparing for this is that you yeah. were a cellist before. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was. Yeah. Yeah, I studied uh, cello in Turkey when mm-hmm. I was living in Turkey. And uh, and then I uh, I was doing my masters on education sciences at the same time. Okay. And uh, and I came to Holland to study jazz uh, singing. And somehow uh, I didn't really use bo- uh, together singing and cello because it was for me it was very new thing to uh, learn something new f- with uh, another language. So it was mm-hmm. already uh, kind of too much in the beginning. And uh, uh, I was only practicing for myself, not really uh, a lot. But now, actually, I am back. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I will have a... I'm, I'm, we are working on a new project now, so I'm also going to play cello and I'm very excited about it yeah yeah that seems to be somewhat of the theme with uh um well obviously george who like moved from to the guitar and then went back to now playing a lot of viola and um the same with kishan kanchan who came on the show who obviously was you guys played together a bit and stuff and he uh obviously super talented drummer who then goes back to playing (laughs) the cello um i take it that you were studying classical music um what was the i mean i guess what made you go from playing classical cello to to being a, a jazz vocalist, and and was that like a sudden <laughs> cut somehow, or it's life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like really. I was uh, actually how I got into singing was funny. I was every summer when I was around eighteen, nineteen. In the summers, I would go to south of Turkey to. Mm-hmm. Uh, play and uh, earn my summers and have a holiday okay. in the south of Turkey, like like fantastic, nice uh, mm. uh, places. And uh, there, one of those summers, I was uh, I met with uh, some people. They were just playing uh, jazz music, 
And uh, I met some singers. I met uh, with different musicians. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I was going to listen every night and we became friends. And then I was like, oh, it's so nice. You know, it's it's also very nice to be on stage with a microphone singing. <laughs> it's different than playing cello, which I also like it very much. Uh, so actually I start to, you know, ask, oh, can I sing one song? You know, and mm. then I really like it. And then I was also living with uh, them sometimes mm -hmm. and uh, so I was listening a lot and you know I got into it uh, just uh, very naturally actually and then I came back to Ankara where I was living and then I thought okay very nice I'm going to do it next year I will next summer I'm going to sing yeah. uh, at same place again uh, not this time with cello, but I, I will sing. Mm -hmm. And then I made the band and it was, we went there the first time. Okay. And then it was uh, the, the worst <laughs> experience. Okay. <laughs> Horrible. They didn't even pay us. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was a really funny beginning, but it's really like, I can just say life. Uh, it's just really yeah. naturally happened. Okay. And so that, but then you, obviously you then decide to go to Groningen and study oh. formal. Um, yeah. It, that's also really funny because, you know, when I, in Turkey, somehow it's, uh, looks from Turkey to go study in Europe is mm -hmm. such a big deal actually. Yeah. Like, oh, they wouldn't, uh, they wouldn't accept us or, you know, how, what's, what can I, you know, how can I do it? But I had like, I was so much um, curious mm. and I thought, and one of my friend came to Groningen to study uh, cello yeah. and uh, I thought, oh, I want to also go and visit just to see how it is, you know, I just wanted to see how is, like, um, I could have some idea, of course, uh, about classical music and cello, mm. But also about singing. What do they? What do they teach? You know, like yeah. with singing, I I couldn't really uh, imagine that. I tried to come to Holland two times. They didn't give me visa, and I thought, <laughs> okay, I thought, you know, maybe I if I take uh, the exam, mm -hmm. uh, they have to give me visa because it's my right. Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, I just applied to because I was curious of the jazz singing i thought i'm just gonna apply to jazz singing mm -hmm. and uh, see what happens and then uh, here i am <laughs> yeah no yeah. fair enough uh, you mentioned in passing just before we got into this that you were studying something regarding education is that right yeah education sciences it's uh, i in my bachelor i was uh, i studied uh, music teaching okay and my instrument was uh, cello yeah but is that something that still relates to it? Like, do you teach at all? Like, are you... Yeah, I teach. I teach. Uh, I have some students. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't teach for a very long time, actually, uh, because I was very picky with okay. my teachers. So I thought, <laughs> you know, if I do this, I ha I if I have to do what I would expect from my teachers. Yeah. So it has to be... I cannot just fill in the time and, you know, I want to be helpful. Mm -hmm. So that's why I always avoid, I thought, you know, I'm not patient enough. But then I start to, I thought maybe I just should give myself a chance to, you know, I had all this education about teaching, how to teach, how to communicate, how yeah. to, you know. And then I actually, surprisingly, I really didn't expect from myself, but I really like it and I learned a lot Mm. Uh, yeah, I learned yeah a lot. But originally, when you when you go to study, um, like, like you say, educational sciences, is that because you did not necessarily see yourself as a performer, or did you not necessarily see like mm. a a way to? I feel like that's very common in mm -hmm. certainly in young musicians, myself included. That mm -hmm. there's a sense of is it even possible to make a living as a performer, and maybe it's a fallback plan. I don't know. Like, okay, yeah, but uh, that time that this this was not my. Uh, in my system actually okay. you know there is because the education system in turkey you cannot just you don't have this luxury to stay stand and just think what do i want to do i always hmm. wanted to be a performer okay. but i it was like if i want to uh, do 
classical music performer, but I could I didn't start from uh, secondary school to the conservatory, so I could never continue in mm. that career because there is no way it's all the doors closed. Yeah. And with jazz music, where am I gonna learn to do it? Mm. So that's why I studied uh, education. Yeah. And then what was the next step doing master in education sciences yeah, yeah, yeah. so it was not like but i always i really i never liked it i never enjoyed i always wanted to perform my teachers would <laughs> tell me but you are going to be a teacher not a performer like yeah. really i heard a lot so that was really uh, a way out for me actually it was not my will to yeah. become a Professor. <laughs> <laughs> no, fair enough. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so you you moved to Groningen and obviously I, that's where you met George initially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you guys now have been working together for like a decade or something. Yeah, um, very long. Yeah. Do you want to maybe talk a bit about that that relationship somehow? And Yeah, I, yeah, it's, yeah, with George, we are uh, very good friends. Oh, this is already... Uh, a very big advantage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It's it's just you know we kind of uh, grew up also musically together, uh, and uh, it was very nice in the beginning. I had no idea what am I doing, you know. Mm. And he was more mature about it actually about music, and I was kind of like, woohoo! It's a new uh, place. Yeah. Uh, new music you know like Mm -hmm. everything was uh, so different for me so and it it was really nice that he was very open-minded and uh, we just I just asked him one day shall we play uh, sometimes and then he said yeah let's do it and then since then we start to uh, we start together playing since then we are playing and we are you know, we are also like not only meeting for music, we meet a lot in our personal life yeah. and uh, we share a lot. It's uh, really, I I value it uh, very much. So. Yeah. and But so was it always the, was the duo format always a thing? I mean, I know that you guys used to play together in, in Kaya's band. Kaya yeah, Paxma. yeah. I, I think that's the first time I saw you play actually yeah. was with those guys. Um was the duo thing something that was parallel to that? Did it predate that? Well, actually, duo started before uh, okay. Kaya's band. Yeah. yeah, it was already uh, before, like one year before, mm. actually. And uh, it was always going on. But, you know, we had other things and we were really enjoying doing different things. And, uh, uh, yeah, but, yeah. Mm. I, mean, I, I guess I'm interested in that the idea of a like 10 year musical relationship, especially when it's just, it's a duo. Uh It's very, um, obviously very intimate thing. Like how did, how has the, how's the music itself evolved over 10 years? Like, did you, because especially starting off as students, I take it, like were you guys playing standards and stuff? Was it, did you immediately look for something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We definitely, we start to play standards Hmm. because, that was the you know the only material we could uh, uh, use yeah. that time, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then I was like going around asking to play, and then as much as we play, it start to repeat itself, and then okay, let's make arrangements. Mm-hmm. Okay, how about we uh, write uh, some songs? Actually, when we start to compose. When we both moved to Amsterdam, so after we graduated from the conservatory, so it's like four years. uh, For four years, we were making just arrangements, but really like uh, going out Mm -hmm. and uh, out of comfort zone, our comfort zone and also for people. And, uh, And then we start to compose. And we were really composing like so much information, mm. really every every bit of it was composed. Yeah. And then we played uh, that songs for a very long time. And then we thought, oh, actually we play, we are playing these songs. And I also recorded, I put it in my first album. Yeah. 
and uh, and I and we we didn't realize that we were playing that songs for very long time, and then all this composing, making things complicated, <laughs> not consciously though, mm. and we we thought okay let's just play some other stuff, but we had no energy to meet and compose actually, and then mm. we just thought okay let's just play yeah, and then something. We we went to the, we went to some really um, not really like big change, but really like slightly we took different paths and it's like um, uh, how can I say it's not harsh transformation, but yeah, uh, like really slowly now we have really simple materials mm-hmm. as simple as possible as less information as possible so we can uh, be free yeah. after all this composing yeah remembering things mm-hmm. yeah. and i take it that um the the for whatever small amount of com- actual composing is involved um now your compositional process as a duo is much more coming from improvisation right yeah very um, much so how um, I guess we we should probably move to to discussing the actual records. Um, how did you gather the material? Um, because it's not all original mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Um, was it a matter of sitting in a room and improvising together and picking out stuff, recording yourselves, picking stuff that you like? What was the yeah, very beginning? We did that, but uh, you know, we it's also somehow to now for me to meet and to write. It's a bit too much hassle. It's so exhausting. <laughs> it's like, okay, we play record yourself and then listen. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. We did that very in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And we got some material, but we thought we just actually, uh, I would bring some very small material for the concert. George, uh, how about doing something with this? Yeah. Like something very simple. Mm-hmm. And then we would uh, make a... On yeah. the stage, make make it up. Okay. Or uh, sometimes when we meet, uh, we would of course meet sometimes. <laughs> but uh, then we play, and then I would bring him some lyrics. Or mm. he he also has a composition. He would bring the composition. How about because he start to play also viola? Yeah. So yeah, we yeah. also start to experiment with it, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it's it's just so. N- yeah, we didn't put so much effort. It's actually just uh, we created our own language, and then we, this is the way of um, communicating now. It's, yeah. uh, and then the songs just became naturally; um, they got their own body very naturally. Yeah. Uh, so you mentioned um, just now the 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 idea of lyrics. I take it that you also write um, stuff, or do you um, like? A, a couple of tracks on on the record are based on on Rumi's poetry, yeah, the yeah. Sufi Sufi poet. Um, how do you, um, yeah, how do you approach that idea of, of language and lyrics? Because it's also interesting. Like, there's what is it like four different languages on yes. the record? Yeah. Um, first of all, that's fascinating to me. But I, I guess how do you, yeah, how do you tell a story in so many different languages? How do you relate to a? Yeah. a yeah, first of all, the languages I don't speak. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, people ask me, like, uh, exact translation. <laughs> yeah. That's not possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just get the idea. Mm. I just check what does it mean, yeah. what he wanted to say, what kind of uh, mind he has, you know, like what kind of mood he was mm. he's in, you know, when he's... Uh, the composer yeah. playing, I, singing. I can imagine that that's also part of the point of singing in an, in a different language, right? Is that if it, if it could just be expressed in another language yeah. equally, then why bother, you know? Um, but yeah, sorry, I, yeah. I interrupted. I, I tried <laughs> to understand. But uh, yeah, actually, uh, also when I sing Turkish, there is one, uh, two Turkish songs. Yeah. Uh, one I explained because it's really it's uh, the lyrics are from my brother-in-law. Okay, they're very funny, mm. uh, but very also naive, innocent. I mm. like to talk about it, but there is a traditional song. I 
uh, don't explain the song so much because you get it. Yeah. You know, it's just, uh, you just say, okay, this is about love. What kind of love, what kind of suffer, mm -hmm. uh, what kind of uh, happiness or sadness, whatever. You can make up your own story. Mm -hmm. And uh, most of the time, uh, had, and we were also making jokes with uh, George, uh, tear guaranteed. Yeah, okay. <laughs> People come with the tears like uh, they don't yeah. understand exactly what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. uh, but they uh, they are uh, affected by that. Yeah. The, the songs I choose with lyrics, mm. uh, I should be able to own it. Not just, I just don't pick the song... Okay, it can be can have nice lyrics, can have a nice uh, music, but mm -hmm. it's it's something different. Yeah, I really have to, uh, really have to. It has to go into my uh, how do you say veins? Like yeah. I really have. It has to be me. Mm. Then I can put it in my body and uh, yeah. and. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I send it out. <laughs> yeah, there. send it out. No, that yeah. makes sense, but I. I um, I find it interesting because it, 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 there is a lot of quite intense emotion in a lot of the content of the, of the record. I feel, yeah. and um, surely that's that's quite a quite a difficult thing to like put yourself in that place whenever you're performing it live. For, like, yeah. um, how how does that feel? Because like I take it you're going from one very intense form of emotion and storytelling to a different one, yeah. from one track to the next, etc. Like, is that is that something that's difficult? Do you struggle with it? Um, no, it's 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 not something that I think about it. It's just, mm. you know, I have so much uh, different kind of energy to push it out. Yeah. It's like it's coming out, and I just and I can only express it on the stage. Mm -hmm. And uh, to to change to go from one uh, to another from very different. Uh, wipes mm -hmm. it's just uh it just happens just just there you know yeah. i don't really think okay how you know now uh, how can i express it because like i said it's just really i i digest those songs yeah. so for me it's not like uh changing vibe mm -hmm. it's just very naturally yeah i hope i could answer your question <laughs> no, no, no. It, it, it makes a lot of sense um so like I mentioned earlier, um, some of the some of the lyrical content of the record is from from Rumi. Why? Where was the Why? decision there, and and what? Also, how do you pick from such a rich like yeah. um, a body of work? Yeah, actually, uh, I I like to write lyrics, but sometimes my uh, English. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, you know, I, I accept on my lyrics, I, there are a lot of mistakes, mm -hmm. but I say, okay, it's me, you know, yeah, of course. it's just maybe uh, it doesn't make sense, but I want to say, you know, yeah. this is how I express myself. Mm -hmm. This is not my mother uh, language. Yeah. And uh, I was, you know, I also like to, uh, you know, I was thinking what's, you know, it's also nice to use some other uh, ideas and uh, express myself with those words mm -hmm. but uh, but at the same time uh, me and George we are both uh, very much into uh, discovering new things from our personality to be a better um, uh, people yeah you know it's like really getting into it and really trying to understand. Mm -hmm. And Rumi is when when I start to check Rumi, uh, I only read one book about it about him mm -hmm. before like three years ago. Yeah. It was very nice and uh, was like already pretty impressed, but I didn't go for it. And then when I start to check Rumi's quotes, I was like, wow, it's just such a complicated simple. Yeah, <laughs> like so simple and mm -hmm. so. It's in in our world. It's so hard to get in that uh, kind of pure uh, mind state yeah. and very honest. Mm -hmm. And it 
it got us there, both of us. Mm -hmm. Like a really honest love. Yeah. And uh, it's uh, pretty impress uh, impress. Yeah, impressive. Yeah, impressive. <laughs> oh, stuff. Yeah. Uh, so that's how uh, we got uh, into Rumi, and I'm still uh, very much into it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's interesting that you say that. Um, there's something very kind of positive about yeah. the record in my mind. Um, yeah. Which is interesting because I feel like so much of um, like that that's something that tends to be lacking, I think, in especially in like the more improvised side mm -hmm. of things. Maybe in the Netherlands that's not true because there is a tradition of like humor and music here and mm -hmm. stuff. But um, it feels like there's a very conscious decision made both in the choice of repertoire and the way you interpret it to make something joyful and 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 positive okay uh, do you feel like that, that? That's, that oh, that's really nice to, that is the way I, I i hear a lot of it at least oh um, that's that's so nice uh, to, because <laughs> sometimes they they also describe me like this oh <laughs> you know it's like oh <laughs> suffering life <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah but no it's really nice uh you know i am very uh, i uh, i'm very uh, uh, how do how can I say chaotic person? Yeah, <laughs> actually, <laughs> it's uh, I have uh, I'm excited easily. Mm. I'm happy easily. I'm sad easily. Yeah. I'm like really. It's so much. Sometimes mm -hmm. I I I feel like oh I have a feeling like my cheeks hurt because I'm not aware, but I'm just laughing, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Or sometimes I'm like. I feel every emotion very deeply. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think this is how uh, it reflects the album. Yeah. And it's a contract contrast because George is very Zen personality. Like, yeah. you know, it's going to be okay. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so it's really when also when you, when we are on the st stage, you can also see it. It's like, there is this, quiet uh, water next to me and I'm just like really mm. waves and yeah. Uh, yeah so I think it's really it's there um, George is always very positive very op optimistic yeah yeah that's interesting I, I I just I felt like I should point that out because there's something yeah. like cynicism is so common yeah um, I know I'm very cynical so yeah. it, um, it, it's quite refreshing to see Efforts made in that sense, but I'm very happy to <laughs> to <laughs> well, hear that from you. Yeah. Cool, um, nice. Another thing is, so um, we vaguely touched on it, but um, there is uh, it's not all original material that's on yeah. the record. Um, how was how does that decision come about? You play like a Jobim tune. Um, you play some traditional stuff. I take it. Yeah. Um, is that through years of gathering repertoire and trying stuff out and finding things that it's really not finding it just comes comes the uh, how do you say comes come across yeah. the way okay and then oh this song shall we let's play this song yeah and then if it's if i if we feel it and and when we play it it's uh we have this, we are looking for magical moments, actually, mm -hmm. because we are done with uh, trying out stuff, <laughs> actually. Yeah. We just, it has to be, uh, it has to create the atmosphere. Mm. If it does, we go for it. And we do different versions. Uh, I mean, it's not even versions. We just, we like the song. Oh, it's so nice. Mm. Let's do it. And then it comes... I mean, when you listen the album, and it's different when you come and see the concerts, and when you come and see other concerts, it's completely yeah. another uh, mood, another uh, way of uh, playing. Yeah, of course. Um, and so you say you try to create magic moments. Um, I'm I'm interested in how the actual recording process went, because that's something that I always find quite difficult, right? Mm -hmm. If you're suddenly put on the spot in front of a microphone and now you've got to yeah. um, create a magic moment in, in what is ostensibly quite an artificial environment. Yeah. Um, uh, George, uh, first of all, for uh, since the beginning, he's a, a very calm person, as I said. Mm -hmm. And uh, he 
taught me a lot about um, owning yourself mm. and appreciating, accepting. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if, if you, if I had never really performed before, uh, so it's a process, of course, but we just, we had only one day to okay. record the whole yeah. album. Uh, and also, okay, I will mention we recorded this album second time. So yeah. it was even more uh, complicated because we recorded it, mm -hmm. we mixed it. Yeah. <laughs> so like we listened already hundred thousand times. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's just, we shot, I, I'm personally, I shut off everything on the system mm. and then uh, only play every song two times. Hmm. You know, we are who we are. Yeah. What is gonna? What? What else can come out hmm. if we complicate things? If we try to make it something, yeah. then it's not gonna have work. It yeah. does ever work with anyone. I don't think it ever works. It's just hmm. you can hear it. Yeah. It's just whatever. I accept everything. I accept all this wrong uh, <laughs> like not there is some no i don't want to say wrong but whatever comes you yeah. know sometimes i get this you know this yeah. thing on my uh, throat whatever yeah i accept it and yeah. i am used to it it's mm -hmm. me i am human i'm not robot yeah and uh, with this idea actually it, it's um, it works it yeah. can uh, be yeah not so much yeah, I mean, it's it was it could be very complicated to record the whole album again. Yeah. Uh, but with this state of mind, and you know, we also didn't want to go to the same direction we did before. Yeah. So it also gave us pretty much freedom to you know mm -hmm. yeah, accepting. Yeah, we we obviously don't have to go really into the whole circumstances yeah. of why you've recorded your album twice. Yeah. Uh, but I am interested. So you, the fact that there was somewhat of a negative experience with that first time recording, mm -hmm. or at least not recording, but everything that followed. Um, did you then go in and try, like, is the repertoire similar? Did you... Um, we recorded, yeah, the repertoire was the same repertoire okay. we recorded. Uh I think two songs we didn't record. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's also nice to keep it. It was too many songs anyway. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, the same same songs, but uh, the songs are uh, played di very differently. Yeah. We played very different. So it's a different record. Yeah. No, that's that's interesting. Yeah. So, but um, I take it this is after ten years of collaborating together. This is the first time that you actually yeah. put something out. Yes, um, is <laughs> isn't that, that funny? <laughs> yeah, it is kind of interesting because I think, um, and certainly, probably a lot of the people that I interview on this show are used to the idea of we release an album every year or something because <laughs> we've got it's so to. Funny. I know it's. Um, was that is that a conscious decision? Is it just the way things happened? We didn't um, realize that. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, really, it's so it's ridiculous. We we thought like, okay, uh, oh, shall we record? Why don't we record? We really <laughs> didn't. We I know we always we are active. We play. Yeah. And uh, we meet. We see each other all the time. I don't know. Maybe that's why we didn't mm -hmm. realize that we didn't record. Actually, we did. So in my first album, mm -hmm. uh, we recorded. Uh, six songs as duo okay uh, because that was the i uh, had a recording a prize from one competition and then yeah. i put all my uh, everything uh with uh, also with uh, uh not only duo like uh, with christian matia Kaya. Yeah, yeah. we went all together and then these six songs we composed, we, I put it in the album, mm -hmm. and, and we were not, um, yeah, only that six song actually represented me uh, pretty much in my mm -hmm. musical personality okay. at that time. Uh, but then we didn't, we were playing constantly, going to tours, but we were selling because George had his own album, I had my own album, so yeah. we were constantly selling the CDs, okay, you yeah. know, and we didn't think that, oh, we need the CD. Yeah. 
And then uh, we thought, okay, let's record another uh, album uh, because it was like really one day I remember that day I was like, who somebody told me I think my boyfriend. So why guys? I mean, since when? <laughs> what? Because I think we also don't play the songs as they are all the time. So mm-hmm. we play them differently all the time. Yeah. Maybe that also didn't give us the feeling like it's boring, you know, like yeah. do something. So we didn't realize it. Yeah. I, I guess I'm interested in how you, um, it's typically in the, like the business side of what we do. There is an aspect that is, you need a CD to be able to, you need to release an album to then promote that album and get gigs. Yeah. And a lot of bookers simply won't book you unless you're, promoting a clear product and something it's it's very old-fashioned and the gatekeeping is hopefully changing a bit in that sense but um did you run up against that were you promoting it as like using your own record or using like how because you've been active you've been touring and you've been doing a bunch of stuff i know we were making videos uh i guess uh yeah somehow we keep on going we were time to time making videos Mm -hmm. uh and uh yeah, I mean, we are not both. Uh, we we our brain doesn't work on business side of it. <laughs> no, <fair laughs> it's enough. really horrible. I can say, <laughs> it's sometimes it's depressing. You know, mm. that's I many times I had like uh, a lot of questions like who who am I? Who am I supposed to be? Can I be? Mm. Uh, should I be? You know, like all kinds of questions. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think we, we did some, I think we did some videos in between that also keep it warm somehow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah speaking of videos, um, there is for this album, you've got a single, which is amusing, yes. like coming from somebody who doesn't have a business, uh, side of things. And yeah. yet, um, you've do, you, you've released a single in advance of the album coming out. I mean, when people yeah. hear this, the album's going to be out, but there's been a single out there for a while. And there's also a video, um, associated with that. Yeah. Um, thing can can you maybe talk a bit about that because it's um yeah maybe you can talk a bit about sure well the 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 single you're talking about dance yeah um yeah that uh yeah we thought about it uh we thought okay let's think about business (laughs) (laughs) let's keep it warm like uh, let's keep the 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 pot boiling so mm-hmm. we don't put everything out in once and uh, because it's not to be forgotten, but we also get very comfortable with, okay, we put it out. Oh, nice. Yeah. We can go on. Yeah. But uh, so it's also kicks us, you know, like uh, to own more uh, on what we are doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, we thought about, of course, um, putting out a single with a video. Yeah. And uh, we used uh, dancing moments from uh, different, from the, all around the world, from yeah. the protesters, dancing protesters. Yeah. Uh, because it's a big chaos in the world right mm-hmm. now. And it's so nice uh, to see that in this, in the middle of this chaos, people are, people find so many ways to express and fight for their rights, fight for yeah. their wishes and uh, Joost uh, he's also my boyfriend oh, yeah. <laughs> he, Joost Rauchrock uh, uh, made the video mm-hmm. and it was I think it's a really brilliant idea how he combined the images and yeah. like it's uh, very touchy I think yeah it's interesting because it 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 makes a it makes a political statement in and in a very positive way which is fascinating because so much of what we so much of our approach to the way the world is going nowadays and and a lot of political opinion is again very negative and it it comes from a um, defeatist standpoint and this is um, I found it quite refreshing somehow to see yeah also like where I'm coming from you know we experienced last uh, three four years we experienced big uh, uh, change yeah and uh, also People actually got sick of any kind of protesting because mm. it doesn't work. And yeah. they put all their effort. I mean, we put all our efforts to it became also commercial. It became like so weird at yeah. some point. And 
it was risky to actually still uh, go for this, but it happened and mm-hmm. I don't want to forget about it. It was so beautiful. Mm. Yeah. And and it's still happening and I mean why why not? Why not? Why do we have to okay, it happened. It's like now it's old fashioned. No, it's not old fashioned. It's not about fashion. It's not about mm-hmm. using it. It's just about uh, not uh, like being aware what had happened yeah. and uh, it I think it gives to me it gives hope. Yeah, no certainly. To keep on going. Yeah. Um, that's, um, I don't know if that's a good bridge into this at all, probably not, but, um, it strikes me that, um, that there is a very rich, um, artistic scene in Turkey and specifically Mm -hmm. Istanbul. There's a lot of really, um, interesting stuff going Mm -hmm. on there. Um, what is your relationship to that scene? And is it, um, obviously you're based here. Um, is it something that you still somewhat participate in? Um, yeah, well, uh, I was uh, in, yeah, I was, uh, I, yeah, I don't really do so many collaborations. Mm-hmm. I only a couple of people I play now. It was also for me, diff- like, different periods, you know. In the beginning, I played a lot, but I was playing uh, standards, you know. It's mm-hmm. kind of in the beginning that the part I've seen, Mm. in the scene was more mainstream and uh, okay in the beginning it was nice it was uh, fun and uh, i could uh, i met with a lot of people and also people recognize me as a musician from turkey who lives mm. in holland but yeah. in turkey also i got recognized yeah but um, then i thought i i felt a li- little bit limited to stay in that because I start to feel like I cannot create anymore. I just have to go on that mainstream road. Mm, yeah. And, uh, and you know, if you are not there, mm. you are not there. No, fair enough. Um, so I'm still, uh, I'm still playing with some people, with mm. the people. For me, I like to be friends. Mm. Uh, friendship is very important and what it gives, what it adds to music is a massive difference, I think. And I play with uh, Turkish people, Turkish musicians, and Mm -hmm. there are a lot of creative people, and I really like it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not only in jazz scene, it's like like really there are actually a lot of venues, Mm -hmm. even though it seems no, but actually there is, there are like little bands, like... And people are really trying, doing very creative stuff, which is like really inspiring also. Mm. And um, I still play with people, uh, but um, yeah, I'm, I think more uh, here somehow I feel myself. And how, this is a question that I tend to ask people quite a bit, but um, do you perceive a difference in the way the audiences receive your music from one place to another in that sense like how how much of a like homecoming feeling is there there is there a is there aspects of the music that they relate to more there versus say here or if you go play in Romania with George or like yeah if I go home uh to Turkey Mm. I feel like because in my past what music I've done there there are some expectations Mm -hmm. And I did that because to be able to reach to be people, but mm. uh, maybe it was not really me. Okay. So I feel maybe not. Maybe it's my, uh, I am judging, not judging, but maybe I'm misunderstanding. Yeah. I cannot communicate, but uh, because it's my hometown, I mean, it's my um, country. Yeah. So, you know, I might, I might have... Uh, I might not be so uh, objective, but uh, I will give you an example. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were um, last August. We were in Norway, yeah, and uh, we played with George. It was a really beautiful concert, and after the concert, and in the concert, I mentioned uh, when I uh, introduced dance, mm. I little bit talked about what happened in the demonstrations stuff but very briefly Mm -hmm. i didn't want to make any political give any political message or anything but 
you know, like how people uh, express themselves. Mm-hmm. And then uh, after the concerts, there were a couple of people came mm-hmm. and they, they told me, uh, oh, where are you from, actually? <laughs> okay. And I was melted. I yeah. loved it so much. Mm. And, uh, and it's actually, uh, they just listened and I sang Turkish song. And I said, this is a Turkish song, but they yeah. still, they didn't put me mm. any category, whatever. Yeah. She is from Turkey. She is, there, it's woman yeah. or uh, blonde or brown. Like, yeah. it was just, there was a music. Mm. There was a duo. Yeah. So that's, uh, so in Holland, uh, or diff- it's, it's different. The audience is different. Mm. And uh, it's very cultural. Uh, some cultures are very expressive. That's why they have a lot of expectations. Mm. And uh, some cultures, they are very more more settled and uh, they are curious. They want to take out what is interesting or some cultures, they are like uh, more, uh, uh, you know, like really try to un- like who you are you know it's like it's different reactions mm. uh, all the time but i i'm enjoying with all of them yeah no that's great it's uh, yeah because i'm pretty much uh, ex yeah i in i'm in the state of accepting uh, a lot like everything every kind mm. of situation everybody everything so yeah. it's it turns this, the the thing in a in a positive uh, way it's an advantage yeah yeah the idea of acceptance yeah, and, and exactly. also accepting the whatever the audience's perception yeah. is going to be I suppose um, you mentioned uh, very briefly that you're going to be doing stuff again with the cello um, yeah. maybe we can vaguely discuss yeah, um, sure. what other projects you're busy with and yeah. what we can expect in the future as well. So the the second the, the project I'm uh, playing cello and singing, Oz Berber and Tobias Klein, uh, they're clarinet players and they have already duo since very long time. They play together and they had different collaborations, mm. and this time they wanted they invited me and Claren McFadden. Okay. And uh, we are going to start performing in June, mm. and uh, I will play cello. It's very exciting because. I never performed and sing, and yeah. uh, and I, actually I also lost quite a lot my abilities with cello. Mm. But then I thought, okay, if I try to get that back, it's so depressing. It's never gonna be fast, or maybe never gonna be as the same as before. Yeah. So I start to look at the instrument as a sound uh, making just <laughs> something that I can make sound yeah, yeah, with. Yeah. so then I uh, start to uh, appreciate and enjoy mm-hmm. so we are playing uh, so this uh, um, uh, quartet mm. uh, we will uh, perform and also I will uh, I, I'm going to have a new project with a Turkish bass player, okay. Esat Ekinjolu. He's from the, he graduated also in Groningen. Hmm. Uh, he's a young uh, bass player. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very, uh, I like him a lot uh, as a person. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I believe it's, he can also really, we can get uh, our energies together. That The energy, I told him once, I thought, you know what I want to do? I want to jump from the stage to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of yeah. energy wants to like uh, coming mm-hmm. come out. So hopefully we will uh, do some nice things. We have first concert in the uh, t- 30th of June. Okay. And Groningen, and uh, la, and we are also in June. Everything, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Une van Geel, yeah. uh, the viola player, uh, him Oz, George, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, James Oesi, the bass player, mm-hmm. and uh, Udo Demant. Demant. I hope I'm uh, calling his uh, last name right. Mm-hmm. Drummer. So we are going to. Oh, Una is composing for that uh, okay. group, yeah. and uh, we will uh, 
we have meeting with Une very soon about lyrics. We might use some uh, nice stories, not the poems or something, but uh, we were some nice ideas. So okay. let's see. And also, one more <laughs> thing, I st- I start to do sing solo. Okay. And uh, that I'm trying to. I'm just putting out myself uh, wherever <laughs> just yeah. to get more uh, experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm busy. Cool. And so is that, um, we didn't really talk about this, but um, there is a certain um, certain amount of electronics in the way you perform. Is yeah. that something that the solo performance involves as well? Or? Yeah, I use electronics, but I also, I have, I make, I'm very much into creating a different kind of effects with my voice, with acoustically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Uh, and the combination with electronics that sounds sometimes really weird yeah, <laughs> and yeah, that yeah. I really like and I'm searching for this. Mm-hmm. I'm not advanced electronic user. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, uh, I, I'm uh, avoiding getting like to get in complications. Yeah. And uh, so I'm using as much as I, you know, it doesn't limitate me. I get like so control of everything yeah minimum and uh, combining with uh, with my own creation with my yeah, voice yeah. you know to yeah oh cool. that exciting stuff a lot um busy i guess yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah we're, we're reaching the end of this conversation and um i like to ask my guests if there's anything that they would like to recommend um that people check out it could be um it could be music. It doesn't yeah. have to be. It can be anything. Well, I can, since we are, uh, we got into this, I would recommend uh, them to check out some more of, about Rumi. Yeah. Actually. Mm-hmm. And they will, it will brighten up their vision, I think. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, it's will, it will have so much input. I uh, assured that. So mm. I would highly recommend. Yeah. Any anything in like well, specific? Well, there are there are uh, there are a lot of poems about mm-hmm. uh, like po- his poem books mm-hmm. or or story books. Just uh, yeah. some uh, collections of Rumi. Yeah. They can find it's not. Uh, I'm reading the Turkish versions, so I cannot really. I don't really know exactly yeah, okay. which one I can uh, ex- specifically recommend. But mm-hmm. there, it's there are a lot, yeah. and uh, they would uh, they will find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm reading at the moment. Um, okay, it's Turkish title. I will uh, uh, translate it. An um, Anatolian humanist uh, Rumi. Okay. So they can uh, uh, maybe. Yeah. Google it. It's Radi Fish. It's uh, the 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 writer. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's it. Cool. Yeah, uh, uh, there'll be links to a bunch of stuff anyway in the on the website and things. So, um, cool. Uh, Sanim, thanks for being on the show. And um, yeah, and one last uh, thing oh, I would like to yeah. mention. Please. Uh, we have a CD presentation concert. Ah, yes. <laughs> This is true. On the uh, on 20th of June yeah. in Splendor. Yes, uh, Amsterdam. Yeah, in Amsterdam. That would be really nice to see. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there will be, um, like I said, there will be links. links to websites and uh, places where people can both purchase the album and um, get, hopefully, tickets and see what all yeah. the tour dates and all that stuff is um, in the show notes and on the website. So, um yeah. yeah, cool. Sanem, thanks. thanks so much. Um, Thank this you was fun. very much for inviting me. Cool. Thanks. That was Sanem Kalfa. There will be more of her music at the end of the show. If you would like to purchase any of said music or find more about her upcoming tour dates and stuff, uh, there'll be links to her website in the show notes at soundofthemoment.com. I'd like to thank my fellow members of Catrio for providing intro and outro music. And as of this week, the show has a Patreon page open for donations. So if you enjoy what I'm doing here and you'd like to send a buck or two my way, you can find the campaign at patreon.com slash sound of the moment 
or just follow the link at soundthemoment.com. I would be eternally grateful and you'd be helping me continue to produce and release this show for the foreseeable future. If you have any feedback or comments, uh, you can address them to me either at Pat Cleaver on Twitter or via the Sound of the Moment page on Facebook. Or you can email me at pat at soundofthemoment.com. Please add the show to your RSS feeds and to... Um, yeah, subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, wherever you like to get your podcasts and leave a favorable review or rating while you're there. That really does help me a lot. And do mention the show to any friends you have that might be interested in listening. Okay, we'll end this episode with more music from San Macalfa and George Dumitriou. This track is called 408. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back in two weeks with another episode of Sound of the Moment. Oh, <laughs> 